0: Hello and welcome to the Cinema Dump. For a change this episode <laughs> I am joined by Why the pregnant pause and the checking yourself for a change. Oh God, what are yeah. I done? <laughs> it is. Will Tristram. Hello. It is Will Tristram, yes. Um he has been absent for a little while. Um he's been um um what have you been doing? <laughs> oh all sorts of things. Yeah. Um other
1: other podcast shows. Mm. Um working with children
0: you can mention the other podcast by name if you want um, no.
1: yeah well i'm on the simply syndicated network doing for those about to rock
0: and make it so
1: i wish i was on the syndicated network <laughs> <laughs> one day one day um and movies you should see is back up and running and i, I did one of those and people loved my way through jackie brown and people should check those out shouldn't they oh they should yeah yeah, yeah
0: definitely it's all good shit it is well you know well those about to rock, it's <laughs> is, uh, an acquired team It certainly is, certainly is. <laughs> We were having a word the other day weren't we About a subject matter uh-huh. um, And my brain was basically full of unwanted pumps So I couldn't think of anything And left Will his own devices As soon as he was coming on the show and, uh, <laughs> More fool you Which yeah, was a very silly thing to do And uh, what was it you came up with Will?
1: Wizards Wizards of the silver screen Wizards of the silver screen so I thought maybe At some point down the line If you get someone in <clears> Who <throat> likes their witches You could do like A witches of the silver screen I I don't think There's as many Witches of the silver screen Really Oh that's a fair few Do you think Oh yeah Got off the top of my head What you got the witches The Roald Dahl one With the wonderful Angelica Houston Witches of Eastwick uh, Yeah yeah um, wizard of oz, hocus pocus hocus pocus yeah. yeah
0: wizard of oz you could actually maybe say he was you know he was. Uh, um, yeah. what, what was, was that one with um nicole kidman and Sandra bulkin um practical magic practical magic yeah yeah that's another one. all You've right okay the craft there's loads of them all right you, you make a fair point yeah i don't want to really watch any of them though. no hocus pocus was good i'll take that back i enjoyed hocus pocus i did enjoy I'm hocus kid. pocus too as well actually i'm, I'm a slightly ashamed to say the, it's the I, only I've film where sarah it, jessica so. parker looked attractive I fancied the fuck out of her
1: in uh, Flight of the Navigator when I was a kid. I remember getting a tingling feeling. I was like, ooh, who's (laughs) this? With her crazy hair. (laughs) A tingling feeling.
0: (laughs) Weird little bat She looks like a foot. She (laughs) does. Well, let's stay more on subject with Wizards. Wizards, Will. Um, What are you thinking? I... What just in general? Yeah,
1: yeah. wizards and cinema. I, oh, I I'm always quite partial to a bit of fantasy, be it mm. um, on the big screen, on TV, or in or in book form. I think I probably read more fantasy literature than I mm. do probably watch because the problem with fantasy is it can go horribly wrong. It can because I I'm, I'm a little bit more forgiving with sci-fi because even the kind of shitter of sci-fi mm. I I can can. Get away with watching, but sometimes if fantasy is really shit, mm. then I just kind of tend to switch off. And I do feel like that the everyday common person, yeah, might tar fa- everybody who watches fantasies and kind of you're, you're a games workshop, <laughs> dice rolling motherfucker, and you yeah, stay in the shadows in your mum's basement where you belong. And I think that's unfair sometimes. Um, and there's been a lot of, 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 of great fantasy films, um, in our time, a lot of shit as well, which there's been a hell of a lot of shit come up with, um but wizards yeah they always play a good a good part cuz a lot of the time they always extol virtues of wisdom mm. and you know that kind of with great power comes great responsibility and that kind of i could explode your head like a balloon but yeah. i won't because yeah. i need you or something yeah. like that
0: I well know. i think there's no better example of that having all of that power and you know not always using it as uh well one of the big, we'll just go in with one of the big boys of uh of cinema wizards, and that's Gandalf. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to start off. With, I mean, uh, he kicks Gemini. off maybe like two or three times in the films, maybe.
1: Yeah, and when he does, people listen.
0: Yes, they certainly do.
1: Yeah, all um, fall to the death.
0: What are the two? Uh, well, yeah. Well, of course, you've got well, you've got uh, Saruman as well, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, and I mean, in, as far as uh, in cinema go, uh, go. I mean, there's two. Technically, we've got two Lord of the Rings films. Technically, here. Um, I mean, you've got Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they could have done a better casting job there, like No, it was pretty much yeah, it's pretty much bang on.
1: Um it's all in the voice.
0: With mm. the wizards and the performance, it's all it, in it the voice. It is all in the voice. And those boomy voices. Yeah,
1: so got cracking,
0: cracking. I mean Christopher Lee knew Tolkien, didn't he? Did he? He did, I yeah, he knew Tolkien, yeah. He I think he I think he's like the only person involved in any of the films who actually knew the guy. Ah. Um because as we all know, Christopher Lee is two hundred and twenty five years old. <laughs> yeah um, And still releasing metal albums. He is. He does. He's got a cracking voice. He sings like he talks, doesn't he? Yeah. He's pretty much Christopher Lee's version of <laughs> rapping. Yeah, pretty yeah. much
1: rap but- metal with Christopher <laughs> Lee.
0: <laughs> I'd buy that. You're all up in my grill, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't think you could have really cast uh, cast them any better in that in, in those films. To be honest, I mean, the other one I've got on here is. Um, uh, William Squire and uh, Fridge Kerr from the, the, animated the animated one. one yeah. the, uh, I didn't uh, Ralph, like that. I didn't like it. The Ralph Bakshi version. Mm. Would well, you know who played Aragorn in that? No. It was John Hurt. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They all, they all basically, because it was all rotoscoped, um, for those out there not knowing what rotoscoping is it's basically where you take you film people against uh, tends to be a playing background or whatever and then artists can go in and then draw li- literally draw on the frame I could do that on my mobile phone <laughs> so in that film um, that is pretty much what most of it was so that is John Hurt playing ah, Oregon right. in it uh, yeah. but it doesn't look like John Hurt because you know um, and uh, I didn't mind the wizards in, in that version they were pretty good but a bit too hammy they were a bit too. I don't know. There was a subtlety to them in the in the Peter Jackson films. I thought one thing I did like mm. uh, about the wizards and combining two wizards in um,
1: Lord of the Rings was the wizard fight. Yeah, because it in a lot of kind of classic oh, wizard the festival, fights. Festival? Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the tower. Yeah, um, it's all like lightning bolts shooting out of their yeah, hands yeah. and shit, and and you know them. Inevitably, the power meets in the middle, and then it's a kind of a struggle of who's going to break first. But yeah. in this, it was all kind of ex- the the invisible extension themselves, you know, doing the leg sweeping, yeah, back and, yeah. back, and you know, it lets two gentlemen of a certain age yeah. go at it without yeah. looking like they don't have to like transpose each of their heads onto a body, yeah. um, and have a fight. Yeah, it was a kind of a dignified battle, you know, and uh, yeah. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it was I? I enjoyed that as well because, like you said, um, in a lot of other films, it is sort of lightning bolts and all mm. fireballs and shit, and. The weird thing is, they those two wizards are more than capable of doing that, mm-hmm. as you see later in the uh, later in the, in the films. Maybe not so much with Saruman; you don't really see him doing too much more. But I mean, you know, Gandalf fights a Balrog. That's pretty cool. Mm. Um, with a sword as well. Fly, you fools! Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you see him actually dropping in the second beginning of the second film, he's fighting the fucking mm. thing with a um, with, with a sword. sword. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's just badass. Basically, yeah. just badass. But he, um. I, th- I think the way Gandalf was in the Lord of the Rings films, I think uh, the look of him and everything massively influenced the look of um, another modern-day wizard, um, Dumbledore in the Harry Potter films, right, okay. I think was hugely influenced by the, by Ian McKellen's performance. Because in the first two films, it was Richard Harris, and he died, unfortunately, after the mm-hmm. second film, so they, they cast Michael Gambon in the role. And Michael Gambon's performance is totally different to Richard Harris's performance. And I do think there was a bit of a... Gandalf influence going on in the later Harry Potter okay. films with the way the way he played um, Dumbledore because Dumbledore's exactly that he's a similar type of wizard to Gandalf he is he's very composed and quite calm but when he kicks off he fucking kicks off you know what I mean there's like fire flying all around about all over the place and he, he, you know unbelievably
1: that, powerful that tends to be a thing within wizards is mm. they are quite reserved but they have this kind of grumpy irritable side to yes. it like you don't really want to cross yeah yeah you know I know it's, what you mean yeah. um but yeah, no, Gandalf and Saruman, great. And it's nice to see, um, and I was waiting for Gandalf back in The Hobbit Yeah. when I went to see that. Um,
0: well, yeah, of course. Well, that, that actually, uh, it's funny you mention that because there's a third wizard, isn't mm-hmm. there? There's Radagast the Brown, um, played by Sylvester McCoy. It's good to see him back on, back on <clears throat> screen. I haven't well, seen anything for fucking donkey. Well, yeah, for as far as I remember from reading The Hobbit years ago, he's he's mentioned, but I don't think he's really in it very much. Mm. Um, but it's sort of nice that they popped him in there. Yeah. Um. Because he's he's basically seen as being the stupid one. He's he's the one who basically li- went to live in the forest with all of the birds. Went a bit nuts. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think he's I think he's meant to be Gandalf's cousin or something like that. Because mm. there's meant to be, se- I think there's seven wizards that came to Middle-earth and they've been there for a certain length of time. And I think the only two you never see, there's only, wait, oh, you've got Saruman, Gandalf, Radagast the Brown. Oh, it might be five wizards and there's two you don't see. Right. Um... I think they're meant to be blue. Is a question. Oh, for you. you does, would Tom Bombadil count yeah. as some kind of? Is he kind of got no, wizardy thing? He was a hobbit, wasn't him? he? Wasn't Tom Bombadil a hobbit? No, I don't think so. Because no. don't the hobbits stop with them as they're leaving the Shire? No, I th- I I thought. Well, you had the fifth hobbit, Fatty Bulger,
1: yeah. who never made it out of the Shire. Yeah, um, but don't they meet Tom a little bit? Later. I also thought don't it was know. some ki- I always thought it was some kind of man, like man sized at least. Oh, going be. around going <laughs>
0: bleedy lay gibbedy boo, yeah. skip this page, what the hell Yeah oh, and then I and then had... people go up and then people kicked off he wasn't in the film. It I wonder would, why. Really? Shit. It adds a lot to the story, yeah. doesn't it? It's well, just
1: let let us know. Was Tom Bombadil a, a man or a mouse? I don't know.
0: Yes, Could've let been. us know. Go on our Facebook page and and, and, and and let us know and we won't read it. Um <laughs> yeah. well, let's move on from Lord of the Rings. Um who some other give some other standouts from uh, your childhood in, in cinema Stand out
1: it stands out i'm not quite sure because it's good i have to go with the film warlock with julian sands it's just a wonderful he's just he's having the best time i think i've seen he's it. so it's just so hammy yeah i think he's got a line which is how can you kill that which is forever <laughs> I, I remember watching it as a kid and i found it really quite scary yeah um I watched it again recently and just sat kind of like smiling all the way through. It. I mean it's not the greatest film in the world, but Julian Sands is having a lovely time yeah. uh being the warlock. He gets um he gets killed for witchcraft in the past, and then oh, it comes into the yes. future and he he appears back again, it falls in to In the late our, 80s. Yeah. falls to our protagonist yeah. and she has to hunt him down and uh deal with him.
0: Cuz we said the criteria for this basically was it was you said it was that wizards warlocks necromancer sort of thing he said it couldn't be magicians i don't think so no No. it has to be legitimate magic yeah that kind of otherworldly power yes i think yes um yeah i I think i've seen this but in doing a little research i found out there was a sequel have you seen the sequel no um julian sands in it yes he was he played the main one i'll just have a look here because i can't even remember the damn name it's called well it's called warlock 2 but it's called uh where's it at have i got it on here yeah, Warlock. There we go. Oh, yeah. Secret, uh, Warlock. Warlock the Armageddon in <laughs> 1993.
1: All right, so not long after. No, it, no,
0: four years after. 89 was Warlock. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I think even when I was younger, I realised that Warlock might have been a bit of a guilty pleasure, and uh, I'll probably give give um, uh, Warlock Armageddon a miss. I
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, uh, yeah, probably. Now, like I said, I, I think it's one of those films that, you know, you sort of like... you. you Sort of remember it from when you were a kid, um, but yeah, I am. Um, I'm, I'm not sure it. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Not if i have actually ever seen it. But well, the, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. Is I it guess. one of those ones that you could enjoy it now because you saw it when you were a kid? Yeah. If I watch it, I'd probably go. This is yeah, horrible. This is
1: rubbish. And especially as somebody who's a fan of the kind of horror genre because it has that mm. kind of horror esque nature to it. There are bits which are quite jumpy and. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's not a great film, but yeah. I, I still
0: hold it in fond regard. Well, have you seen, I was just look, looking down at my list here um, of uh, all the wizard films, um, have you seen um, The Raven, 1963? No, I haven't. no, that kept on coming up in my research. Yeah, uh, that is a great film, it was like the fifth film in um, Roger Corman's sort of, he had a bit of a fascination with Edgar Allan Poe stories. Oh, because he's it's loosely little, based on the... It's on the very poem, loosely it? based on the Raven. And, uh, yeah, he made, like, Pit the Pendulum, Follow the House of Usher, and all that sort of stuff. And they're all great films. It's, it's, it's probably his best films is... Um, is... Um, is poor films. Um, but, I mean, the cast, it's got three wizards in it, right? Who don't particularly like each other very much, and they have a wizard battle at the end. It's great. Uh, Vincent Price. Right. Peter Laurie and Boris Karloff. Oh, nice. That's the three wizards. It's brilliant. Uh, it's... If people, if anyone who's listening likes classic sort of horror, especially you're talking like um, the tail end of sort of uh, the Universal stuff and then the really sort of the beginning section of Hammer, because Hammer was like mid, late 50s. This was in 1963. Check it out. Check out all of Corman's um, poor films because they're all really good um, as far as Corman goes. Because <laughs> he has made some shit. Well, a lot of shit. Um, but yeah, definitely check those out. They they, they are, uh, that's it's worth it just for. The Wizards fight, and, if I remember correctly, Jack Nicholson's in it. Right. Because uh, I think Jack Nicholson made that film and The Terror at the same time. And um, I do believe The Terror was his first leading role. Um, but it's the way Roger Corman used to work. He used to... Um, he basically gave a camera for a couple of days. He'd give it to a director and say, Right, off your pop, go make something. And he did this with, I think, I think Spielberg made stuff for him. Uh, Coppola. Uh, I think George Lucas did some stuff. Uh, all the big... Uh, Scorsese did some stuff for him as well. Um, but um, The Terror, which was the first film Jack Nicholson uh, had Lee lead rolling, like I mentioned, if I remember correctly, they had some footage that they'd shot of Boris Karloff. They had Boris Karloff for a couple of days, right? So they'd made a film with him, and I do believe it might have been this. It might have been this. I might be getting totally mixed up. But anyhow, they had him for a couple of days, and they'd already finished with him. So they are like, well, let's just take him to this castle set and film him walking around doing stuff. And they did that they had a day's worth of shooting and basically give it to a director and said, there you go, go and shoot some more stuff and make sense out of this. You know, without Karloff and Mick film. And that's how the terror came about. That's how Corman used to work. He used to just do that. He used to just go right off your pop. And he made a lot of shit, you say A lot of shit. <laughs> oh, the terror is, oh my God, it's hard. The other lead role is in it is, I can't remember the actor's name, but he played... Um, oh, do you want me to look him up? Uh, he played. You might know him, mate. Uh, he played Mr. Putman in the Gremlins films. The guy who's always going about Gremlins being in the cars and stuff um Oh God! What was his name? Bloody hell! Uh, yeah, he's well, getting M- up now. M- I think it was Mister Putman. Putman. Yeah, All right okay,
1: I can't. Looking on Imbd.
0: Yeah, he's on Imbd right now. You recognise his face? If you saw him? Definitely. I don't know why I can't remember his name. Are you sure his name's Putman? It might be Putman. I might be wrong. Randall Peltzer. No, that's the dad. Uh dead. The uh, uh dead dead uh, Futterman, <laughs> footerman why do i think putman murray footman yeah dick yeah. miller dick miller there we go dick people who listen to this show are gonna be saying what a dick how can he do a cinema show and not know dick name?" <laughs> he, he was in the terminator who was he, in he was in the terminator he um pawn shop clerk oh well yeah he's a guy who gets uh, you can't do that in here oh wrong <laughs> yeah yeah that guy who's selling them the uzi yeah um you don't recognize him uh Oh, him then, yeah. yeah the right, he's yeah, always yeah. he's always got some kind of big cigar in his mouth. Yeah, he, well, yeah, he, so he um, he was the other main role in the Terror. But we're talking about wizards, not the Terror. We are. <laughs> um, I think probably one of the, the other, up there with Gandalf, the other big wizard of cinema, which you know, most people won't think of because technically he isn't a wizard, is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, he's just a big fraud. He is a big he's the fraud. He's baker. Yeah, he's not actually a wizard. But he is. I suppose.
1: <laughs> Debate. Discuss. Discu- well, I mean, he's probably like a wizard in there, I suppose if you turned up in a community that was technologically way less advanced than you, mm. as soon as you take out your iPhone for as long as it has power, you'd be known as Richie the Wizard, but, wouldn't you?
0: That <laughs> he could make true. music come from nowhere. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is true, but they actually do have magic there anyway. So, I mean, you'd have to be pretty... You know, because they've got the witches and they can do shit. You're savvy. You can make it work. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Producers fire from his hands. (laughs) It was like your zippo or something, yeah. Uh, Yeah, he he was a bit of a fraud, but I think we had to include him because, well, you know, The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, yeah.
1: Yeah. Are you thinking about maybe watching the the prequel with James Franco? I've heard it's not too bad,
0: to be honest. I might give it a go to Sam Raimi film. I quite like Sam Raimi films. I'd give it a blast. Will Bruce Campbell make an appearance? Do you know, I don't know if he's in that. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a cameo in it. I'll have to look that up actually. Uh, to IMDb, IMDb. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not sure if he is. Yeah, um, because he always, cause in the Spider-Man films, he was in each of those, wasn't he? played a different character. He was, and uh, he's a scene stealer in the third one, where he plays the, uh, oh, the snooty French waiter. waiter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great. In fact, he was good in the second one where he played the usher. Yeah. Um, he was quite good in that one too. But you're looking at Bruce Campbell right oh, now. To yeah. See. see if he's in
1: it, yeah, yeah, let's have a look. Was is he in? Uh, well, he's he's in the new Evil Dead, uncredited as Ash. Yeah, Oz the Great and Powerful, he is Winky Gatekeeper.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah. so he's the... Because the gatekeeper in the original Wizard of Oz is the same guy who plays the wizard. He played uh, three or four roles. Really? he? He played... Um, I think he played the guy in the gate. I think he played, he played the wizard. Uh, and he obviously played the doctor, uh, you know, in uh, Kansas. And I do believe he also played the guy who's riding the carriage with the horse of many colours. Um, Bloody hell. I think it was four roles he played, yeah. You, you can bring it up now and you'll be able to tell me, Okay, yeah.
1: so Frank Morgan. Yeah. Professor Marvel, The Wizard of Oz, The yeah. Gatekeeper, The Carriage Driver, yeah. and The Guard.
0: The Guard. Oh, uh, yeah, The Guard is... Um, I think it's The Guard on the gate where The, where the Wizard is, maybe. Actually, at the, yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, or oh, The Guard Who Cries. No, that's The guy in the gate. I'm sure it is. Yeah, The Guard Who Cries of oh, bloody no. Anyway, he plays a lot of roles in that film. Um, uh, but he isn't a wizard. <laughs> so, b- bollocks to him. Um, if we're back that early, really, um, the other one we really have to mention would be um, Fantasia. With Mickey. With good old Mickey Mouse. You see, this just shows, if you're lazy,
1: things are going to go to shit. Just do your job. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Don't, whatever you do, use magic. That's or it's going to go horribly wrong for you.
0: Yeah, um, I think when you say wizard in film, I think this is probably one of the ones that, um, uh, you know, um, most people, it'll spring to mind straight away for a lot of people. Um, But what I did find out, reading up about it, if you will um, allow me to just have a look look at my sheet here. Um, Yeah, um, Fantasia, let me get this right, yeah. Uh, There we are, yeah. Fantasia is based on... Um, uh, Well, it's quite complicated. The Sorcerer's Apprentice section is based on the Paul Dukas symphonic poem, which was inspired by another poem, right? Yeah. And then the terrible, terrible Nicolas Cage film, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, from 2010, was in turn inspired by the Mickey Mouse segment of Fantasia. So it was... Uh We've run out of ideas, yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, so it was Nick Cage's Sorcerer's Apprentice was inspired by Fantasia. Fantasia was inspired by a poem which in turn was inspired by another poem. Wow. I know, it's mental, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't actually seen the Nicolas Cage film, but I've no, heard it's right. fucking I've heard horrible. It's, it's poor, I've heard it's so. very, very bad. But yeah, um, Mickey, yeah. Well, you know, that's what everyone thinks, isn't it? that, that when you say wizards or it's well, not necessarily wizard sorcerer, if you say sorcerer, then mm, you know. Mm. Um, Technically, Mickey isn't a sorcerer. Isn't he? He's, you know, he's, you know, there is the there is the sorcerer, isn't he? I think he's wearing blue, if I'm not mistaken. A big he, white well, beard. One thing is, I mean,
1: I, you have to ask yourself the question: What makes you a sorcerer? Mm. It, is it your ability to use and. Use but he's magic. using magic, isn't he? Because so he, he is because he's sorcering. trying
0: because he's trying to uh, get out of doing the mopping, isn't he? Yeah. So he, he makes one of the mops come to life, and then there's more mops, and then he ends up chopping them up, and he goes well, all the smaller mops, and that, then every time that's a bit of a nightmare, yeah. really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah surrounded by little mobs yeah yeah um, I mean there's not a lot really to say about uh, that because it's such a short segment mm-hmm. it's so iconic though yeah um, but uh, yeah that, I think that if you mention the word sorcerer that is what comes to mind for most people like, ah right yeah sorcerer's apprentice straight away um, I'm trying to think if there's anything as early as that I mean we we had uh, the Wizard of Oz which was 39 and sorcerer's apprentice was 40 I, don't, I couldn't really come up with anything much earlier really than that Charlie Chaplin never do anything. Like I don't a think a Charlie Chap never did anything with a wizard. No, um, I'm just looking on me little me little cheat sheet here, and I you know I can't. Literally, that is as far back as I could get with wizards. There's probably some sort of silent film. I, in fact, you know what? I don't know if the wizard's actually in it, but there is a silent version of the Wizard of Oz, right? The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, which is what the um, film was based on. Because I think there was like five, wizard, five or six. In fact, you know what? I think there's even more than that Wizard of Oz. Box. I'm looking. Here. Yeah, Have The Wizard around. of Oz, 1925. or oh, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, yes. 1910. 1910,
1: yeah. That was a short film. Yes, it was, yeah. So, yeah, so. Uh, directed by Otis
0: Turner. Mm. I, um, I, I do believe that one either is or was a lost film. Um. Although it appears there that there is some footage of it, uh, so it may be, maybe that it used to be a lost film and someone discovered it. Like, like often happens because people didn't used to preserve film back in the day. Mm. Um, it, as often happens, copies get found in. Uh, oh, it's on the internet archive, so yeah, it's, it's public domain. Yeah, wow. <coughs> Excuse me. Look it gets um, found in. Um... <coughs> Excuse me again. Oh, oh, I shouldn't give blowjobs for sure. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, um, it uh, it often happens. It gets found in little sheds, you know, like under piles yeah, of junk. Yeah. I mean. Nosferatu in the 20s was, um, was it in the 20s or was it in 1922, 19- 20, I want to say, was um, ordered to all copies would be burned of that because um, Bram Stoker's widow basically said it in French copyright, which it did. It was the same story, but the change of the characters' names. <laughs> um, and that wasn't seen until the 80s. Um, someone, a German uh, chap found a copy in his shed. Yeah. Um, so you know It happens all of the time There's so oh, many lost shit. films that
1: turns with people
0: Yeah shorts. yeah And I think the original Wizard of Oz Was that But I'm not sure Where the wizard appears in it Well somebody's Credited as the wizard Oh well then Perhaps uh, the wizard We have
1: Hobart Bosworth Wizard
0: of Oz and King So, so how far so have we managed To go back there 1912 This is 1910 1910 Yeah Damn Well there we go I don't think we're going to get so, Any earlier than that really Are we
1: Maybe not Maybe not
0: No but yeah, the Wizard of Oz, now I know it's a classic. Oh god, this sounds like it's gonna be But
1: and I can imagine being in the cinema for the first time when you when she drops into wonderful technicolor. Yeah. And people just shitting themselves with kind of oh my god, look at the colour. Yeah. I still think it's a bit bum though.
0: But that's just me You don't like The Wizard of Oz I, Again it's not like, it's,
1: like has got nothing to do with it I can appreciate No I don't like it But I can appreciate Why people do But We it's just, represent yeah. The
0: Lollipop Guild
1: I mean I can I can go on my own yeah. Trip Yeah You know Without having to watch Yeah Without having to watch this I mean you take it I can see why people like it I will understand it was a classic I won't badmouth it Interestingly Did you see it as a child uh, Yes I did. did And no. I was kind
0: of like Eh That's very odd Eh. I think you're the only person I've ever met Who's sort of Not really fussed on it You know
1: No not 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 massively, not, yeah. not massively. Do, you want to, do you want to know A
0: little interesting fact Because I was just singing A, a munchkin song there Okay If you remember in The scene at the beginning Where she first arrives, Yeah And they, they have like A little parade And a few of them Sing different mm-hmm. songs And there's one point Where they're singing They bring out a scroll And they're singing about um, um, They're singing about The um, It's like a death certificate About you You know You killed the witch yeah. You positively killed her And all this sort of stuff the guy who's playing the coroner midget, he's wearing this, um, I think it's like a, a, a fair coat. Okay. That fair coat they got out of storage as a prop coat. That fair coat, it turns out, through complete coincidence, used to be owned by the author of the Wizard of Oz books. That's nice. Frank, Frank L. Baum, I think it was, yeah. Um, it actually had his name on the inside of it. Oh, cool. Uh, that was a, that was, I thought that was a myth for a long time, and I read into it. It's absolutely true. Um, yeah which is just complete completely bizarre yeah that, yeah that would happen when they were making this film and, and they're like shit it's owned by the guy who wrote the books
1: i bet you someone's on state stage going it's
0: meant to be yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> get out yeah <laughs> <Get> out now <laughs> yeah. um well i think you've slated the wizard of Oz enough. i
1: didn't slate
0: it i just so, said each to his own ah, you know, t- you took t- t- to his own y- you sat on the wall that's what you did. Well, I do, but
1: that's what I do, though. That's
0: what I do. <laughs> it's
1: really, it's really not for me. Yeah. It's really not for me. Is no. it not? It's just. No, I, d- I don't want to get caught down this, down this <laughs> rabbit hole of people, you know, throwing things at the computer because I'm yeah, bad mouth. Because you don't like maybe the was- one of the old, old time favorite films. What? You know what? Here's another one for you. I thought Elvis was shit as well. The king of rock and roll. My ass.
0: Moving on swiftly. <laughs> um... I think probably when uh, you know, saying if you say sorcerer, people automatically tend to go sorcerer's apprentice. Yeah. yeah. I think for wizards, most people will say Merlin. Merlin, yeah. Now, you've got the, uh, there's many, many screen versions of of Merlin. You've got the Sword and Stone, Mm -hmm. which was Disney, which Mm -hmm. is 1963. Uh, That's great. Merlin, that's good, is sort of a ditzy, sort of crazy um, uh, wizard. Like I said, there's many screen versions of Merlin, but I think the one which I sort of remember for a kid was um, from Excalibur. If you remember that film, did you see it? Is this? Uh, I've got
1: fleeting memories. Y- you've of probably it. seen it <clears throat> um, again. It was probably on the same time as the Sinbad. You know, on a Sunday somewhere. Yeah. It was um,
0: 1981. It came out Excalibur.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Don't remember it well. To be fair, the only Merlin I remember is like the Sam Neill one, and I was kind of like, Egh. "Oh
0: God!" Oh, yeah. Rick Mail played him as well in one. Did he? They made Merlin starring Rick Mail as Merlin. Ooh, the hell! <laughs> yeah. Thought that would work. Drop Dead Fred playing Merlin. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought in my research, I just thought it was very odd that Merlin the Wizard saw such a a big name in the world of of wizards, mm. and Excalibur's is a bit poo. Sword and Stone's great, and it just seems weird that he hasn't appeared. There hasn't been a very decent screen version of Merlin the Wizard. is it? Merlin is so
1: st- steeply ingrained in our fantasy culture. Yeah. You know, the Arthurian yeah. legend and all that. that is, I don't know, maybe some people just don't want to take a punt on him. Um mm. Because it's kind of like, it's, it's got to be one of the most famous wizards, has Merlin. Oh, definitely the and most famous. I'd yeah. Say, yeah. So maybe some people are a little bit wary of kind of going, oh, well, we'll try and do it. But how can you do it? Because it's not as if you can, you can come up with an original story, mm. but it will always be for a character that has, you know, historically always been, you know, shrouded in well, the it, myths and legends. It and,
0: tends to be the, the film versions, uh, and I do believe the Sam Neill one was this way, is it put in modern times? Samuel version, or is it actually set? I didn't think so. Is I, it not? I, I've seen a couple of film versions where it's like I you know look up. Merlin ends ends up popping up in like nineteen eighties LA and stuff, and it's yeah. just like that seems to be the only new thing anyone tries to do with the character. There's a
1: two thousand and eight film oh, with God. John Hurt called Merlin. Oh
0: no, is it TV series? Oh, Sorry, it's the TV? yeah, it's the it's the BBC one, isn't it?
1: Oh, he was it, yeah, it, John Hurt was the dragon.
0: It's it's um. Merlin when he's young, isn't it? I didn't mention that because I have seen it. Colin plays a young
1: Merlin. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: all young Merlin in the entire thing. That's him on the left, I do believe. Right,
1: okay. Oh no, I'll probably give that one a miss. Yeah, I did give it
0: a miss. It's BBC fantasy, it doesn't tend to work. Um, But yeah, there is, um, like you say, if you're searching out, you'll find there'll be the Rick Mail one. Oh, there's lots. Yeah, see, lots, lots and lots and lots. Uh, Well, I say lots, about ten. Well, that's still quite a lot. You typed in the word Merlin and there's ten Merlin films. Uh, We've got
1: TV series, TV miniseries, TV yeah. miniseries video. Yeah. The earliest one is 1964, The Adventures of or The Adventures of Merlin Jones, that might not be. <laughs>
0: I don't no, be it. I don't think his Starring second name. Tommy was, Kirk is Merlin Jones. I don't think his second name was Jones. Was yeah. It. <laughs> precocious and intelligent high school boy,
1: experiments with hypnosis. This mm. is going a bit rapey. And creates a mind reading machine. Right, okay.
0: Oh, it's one of those films. Um <laughs> That'll be like public domain, that. that'll be one of those films you can watch for free on like the Internet Archive or something. There's there there's you go, Rick right Mail. Merlin, the, Merlin return. the Return.
1: From the year two thousand though. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. It's just weird, isn't it? I it remember is. seeing a bit of that and just thinking it was the oddest thing I'd ever seen. I just I just can't imagine anyone going, You know we need to play Merlin? Rick Mill. <laughs> that'll be good. And the guy who played
1: Mordred, yeah. Craig Sheffer. Oh yeah. I think is uh, I, went, I was I was looking around and doing homeworks and stuff. He was the main
0: role yeah. in Nightbreed. He was, and I was kind of
1: I, I ended up getting sidetracked onto to Nightbreed. Uh, Boone, Boone in yeah. Nightbreed. Yeah. Boone. So,
0: because oh, you yeah. recently read the book, didn't you? I did indeed. Cabal. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, that's very very clear. Very odd. Um, yeah. So Merlin, no one's really done a awesome one apart from The Sword and the Stone, which is. uh
1: and he doesn't I don't even get a
0: mention in that,
1: does he? Kind of uh, when it comes to the, the title, at least.
0: No, um, it's a very odd film, The Sword and the Storm, because it doesn't really have an uh, antagonist until later in the story. Mm. It's basically just. Arthur as a boy fanning around with Merlin. <laughs> that is basically what the story is for a while <laughs> until you get. Um, so, Arthur, have you ever seen a wizard's wand? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, until you get. Uh, is it Madame Mim? I think she's called the sort of witch at the end, and then you have a bit of a, a wizard's battle going on later on in the story. There uh, um, we go.
1: The Sam Neill one is 1998. 1998. Is it Rutger Hauer? It is Rutger it Hauer. Is it. Called Rutger Hauer guy's got a good cast, actually. Sam Neill, Helena Bonham Carter, John Gielgud, Rutger Howard, James Earl Jones, Miranda Richardson. Richardson. My God, they're coming out of the woodwork And what
0: score did that get there Uh, there, on IMDb?
1: Let me me go back and have a look. According to IMDb, it gets 6.9. So it falls within my Goldilocks zone, quite happily. (laughs) Your Goldilocks Uh, (laughs) (laughs) zone. Isabella Rossellini, Martin Short. Bloody hell. Uh, John McHenry, I know him as well. Maybe I should watch that, then. I think it's, it was okay, but it was it was not enough. I mean, it's only three episodes, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe Merlin just isn't suited to be a main character. Maybe. Maybe. You no, know, maybe there's
1: just... just. I don't know. Yeah, just stick with the Artorian legends.
0: And Yeah, I think I, I will indeed that. stick um, with them. Can we talk about Willow? Yeah, I was going to mention Willow next. Yeah, Willow, because that's got quite a few wizards, wizards-y things going mm-hmm. on, because the... Um, warwick davis's character willow mm. funnily enough they are all sort of wizardy folk aren't they? they're very small i think they also kind of well, they they aspire to yeah to be wizards because he's an memory. apprentice isn't he he is yeah and then but there's the 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 main wizard in the uh village before he leaves on it well he's given his quest by the main wizard isn't he high old win high old played yeah. by billy barty good old billy barty yeah. who played what was the character called in *He Man* he played? Oh God, uh, Gildor. Gildor, yeah, Grildor. yeah. And I, on my, because re- I was trying to work out,
1: I was like, is Gildor a little bit of a magician? Uh, he's not really. He's just kind of good with.
0: I think he's mentioned. Yeah, because you've got. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, um, he because he's. He was essentially meant to be that character from *The Cat in the not Remember the one that f- flies around and had like a wizard hat on and was a wizard in the cartoons. oh 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 oh, yeah okay oh yeah Yeah. um and he he was mentioned basically meant to be uh, like that but they made it Uh. they were like well we can't do a floating around thing we'll do this so i think he is sort of inspired by that but you know you've got the sorceress in that film as well haven't you yes you have you have but i
1: suppose she could make it into your witches show maybe
0: could perhaps
1: sorceresses and witches was was skeleton maybe went a little bit wizard at the end when he kind of got all powerful and started wearing that
0: snazzy gown. no he wasn't he wasn't a wizard because as he says himself he says I am more than man I am a god that's what he says well isn't god one of as the he greatest was, wizards I ever lived as with? he was hamming it up played by Frank Langella oh, Frank Langella yeah. blew my
1: mind when I found that out I was- so many people in He-Man that you know like um, Courtney Connie Cox. Cox. Connie Cox. Yeah. Young Tom Paris from Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, yeah. Um, Frank Langella. Dolph What's Lundgren.
0: the bald dude called? He's in Top Gun as well. Oh, he's, the commander.
1: um... Yeah, it, you know, if you fuck this up, you're going to be flying a cargo ship full of dog, rubber dog shit out of
0: Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the principal in Back, in the Back to the Future well. he was, I, Yeah, I yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't um, remember his name. He's one of those actors that you see him in loads of films, but no one knows his name. Yes. Well, yes. let's find out his name. Okay. Uh, well... um. We went off a little bit of a tangent there, didn't we? We were talking about Willow initially and went into Masters of the Universe. Oh, Masters um, of the Universe. It was, I remember going to the cinema. To, I'm still talking about it. Yeah. Willow. Willow, Willow, Willow. No, you can do it. Go on. What, you remember going to the cinema and what? Go on. Uh, loving it. I and remember seeing it at the cinema and loving it. I 1987. It I, do believe. I was older and then... It's terrible. It's <laughs> fucked. It's got it. nothing to do with He-Man. Awful. Nothing to do with yeah. He-Man. J- I mean, J- the, James Tolkien plays Mr. Strickland yeah, there. there he is yeah, yeah. There because the thing is with that with that master Universe film, see I'm calling the He-Man film again that was the big problem they, they had They should the cartoon was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe right mm-hmm. kids didn't like after I saw an internet review recently a video where a, a guy was uh, talking about the Christmas special he said it should never have been called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe because all kids heard was He-Man and that that's all kids heard yeah. so kids knew it was He-Man it was never known as He-Man and the Masters of the Universe it was He-Man the film should have been called He-Man mm. because that was a massive, massive pro- uh, problem, I think, when marketing that film. It shouldn't have been called Master of the Universe because kids were like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But if they just said He-Man the movie, yeah, kids yeah. would have fucking loved it, even though it was total shit. Utter shit He was He-Man
1: he shouldn't mince
0: Well that's the prime example Of what I was saying About well, people Some people just took The Merlin story And put it Like went Oh and he's been Transported to the future That's what they did With He-Man They took him from A fantasy world, Which would have been Awesome to look at yeah. Right and, and then just Went well uh, It'll save money For shooting LA Let's make him Go through some portals And yeah. have a barney in LA And it was just like What the fuck My smell of reboot. reboot uh, oh, Well what about With uh, The Rock The, the Rock is He-Man, He-Man? Yeah. You know The Rock
1: Could play Brave Star.
0: Oh, I could go anywhere. Yeah, totally. Eyes of the eagle and all that shit. Speed of a puma, 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 puma. puma, puma. <laughs> That's strength of a uh, bear, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that would be good, that. Yeah, well, I'm gonna put that in the back burner then. And, 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 uh, Hi, uh, Dwayne. About... Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Fancy making brood that? Yeah, <laughs> we've got a mechanical robot horse here. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um... Right, well, we will talk about Willow. Hello, Willow. But one last thing about Masters of the Universe before we move on. Have you seen the Van Damme film Cyborg? Yes, I have. That was scripted to be the sequel to Masters of the Universe. What the fuck? Yes, uh, you can read up about it online and... Uh, what happened was they because um, it's all sort of Except futuristic Masters of the Universe was shit Yeah, this isn't going to get a sequel well I think it was the company I think it was Orion Pictures I think it was who made right. Masters of the Universe they went bust soon after and things happened with the script and it was basically rewritten slightly and it, that was going to be the sequel to Masters yeah. of the Universe Cyborg so, was
1: better than Masters of the Universe
0: not by a great Cyborg was shit like yeah. <laughs> it is but if you had to choose if someone said right you can watch one now Masters I'm trying I'm trying to Cyborg. take my, my nostalgia glasses off I don't know Mm, this is kill a, me now stab yes. my eyes out yeah, and kill me now Wizard of Oz Elvis and now Masters of the Universe bloody hell <laughs> right. so Willow yeah um, it's a classic isn't it it's great I, I love it Willow's for great a, for people of our age yeah. it's, um, you know, it's probably the only other good thing that George Lucas has ever been involved in other than the first three Star Wars really and in indie as well. Oh, of course what, how did I forget Indy yeah, yeah but you can't be too involved in indie because yeah. then what happens is the fourth film happens and everyone gets sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, Willow, um, yeah, he's a little, he's a sort of a, an apprentice himself, isn't he? And I he, love Warwick uh, Davis. Yeah, I do as well. I think he's great. He's just, he's not the best actor in the world, but there's something delightfully watchable about the him. Thing, I, I started, uh,
1: I, I, I enjoyed, what is it, Life's Too Short? Um,
0: I enjoyed a couple of episodes and then it got very repetitive because I was just like, I could just imagine, it, it was just like, it was Ricky Gervais, but played by someone else.
1: Mm. But The thing is, it, I, did it go on for a second series? No, it didn't. Well, it must have been one of the ones towards the end of the first series. Then, yeah. Because I dipped out for a bit and came back. Yeah. To an, I was just sitting in a hotel. just And you know when you get into a hotel, you're like, please let the TV be good. Please let the TV yeah. be good. Oh, no, I've only got five channels. Yeah. you fucking scum. Yeah. Uh, but Life's Too Short was on one of them. So I gave it a watch. Yeah. And it was the whole picture. Of he was trying to... He was putting in all his own money and all his agency's money to try and do a Willow 2. Right. And it was just the worst the worst pitch ever yeah. and he paid his agent you know his shit agent yeah. or his accountant i think it is um, oh yeah yeah to he was like well what you're going to do is is you're going to um you're going to be all derisory towards the project so you know so you will help by being mean to me turn everybody to my side and i'll get the money yeah. he just comes in and completely kiboshes it <laughs> for him and he's just fuck <laughs> it's just it's a great episode Yeah. ...of Life's Too Short... ...and it ties back in... ...with Willow... ...I don't think there needs to be a Willow too... ...no... ...no it would be um... ...I mean it, it could... ...it could work... ...but... It, ...again it'd be in danger of spoiling... A, ...a great piece of... ...Our Child...
0: ...yeah I mean... ...you know you've... ...like we said we've got... ...you've got Willow in there is ...is, is the main character... ...and he is a bit of a, an apprentice... ...but he gets... ...we mentioned he got sent on his quest... ...by Billy Barty... Mm-hmm. Um ...who... ...if I remember correctly even though he's a little person, looks like a classic wizard in that. I think he's got a massive white beard, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think Billy... I'm going to have a look what else Billy Barty's done because I think, uh... Billy Barty has
1: been in shitloads of stuff. <laughs> he must have been in... What What was it? What was the one with John Cleese and all the little guys? Time, Time, Command, Time. Oh, Time Bandits? Yeah, Bandits.
0: You no, know, I'm not no. sure he was. He must have been gutted. I think uh, this is where you find out he was. <laughs> yeah. Was Billy, he? Billy Barty. Um passed away
1: in 2000, so he's been gone for quite a while. He did, indeed. So Willow legend. 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 Masters of the universe there, of course. Uh, let's have a look. He did a lot of voice work, actually. Did he? Yeah, new Batman adventures. You know, because he was good with his voice. He was, he was yeah, was yeah. Modern day version of the monsters. Was uh, he American?
0: He looks like... It. Yeah, born it in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Um. Yeah, but I don't think he was in, in Time Band. He it probably, probably wasn't. I mean, I think the kind of,
1: like, 80s was his was his time. Yeah, yeah. He was in Gummy Bears. There we are, Stuart, like that. <laughs>
0: Fucking gummy don't bass. mention Gummy Bears again to stew yeah. after that Christmas episode of uh, oh, For Those yeah. About a Rock. He was a bit bitter about that, not he? He was. He was pissed out of his face as well. Stew is a
1: mutual friend of ours who um, who uh, has got a bit of a hard-on for Gummy Bears. Uh,
0: stiltskin in which he played Stiltskin. Oh, that's a kind of a... Guess, yeah, you would expect... He didn't do that much, actually, but... No, noth- nothing you that matters. What he did do, though, is sort of everyone remembers him for. Uh, we well, are yeah, remember him as Gwildor and High Al- Holden, So High Alden. That's ah. Uh, ah, uh, well, that was a good film. I, I'm, I'm going to have to go home and watch Willow. I think because uh, I have seen it. Yeah, it was um, Ron Howard, wasn't it? A director. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and, yeah. yeah and when they all got, they remember that scene when the with 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 the, with the evil sorceress yeah. who turns them all into the pigs. Oh and then yeah, they become the half pig people. Yeah.
0: Oh, hated that bit. Hated it. So, really made me feel uncomfortable. Some horrible, horrible bits. Yeah, it's like the half donkey people in Pinocchio. Oh, that was yeah. used to freak me out. People forget that you know the kids getting turned into fucking donkeys. Ah, oh, God damn it. Actually, I say Billy Barty didn't do that much. He mm. fucking
1: has. He just started in nineteen twenty seven.
0: Nineteen yeah. twenty seven. So was he in was divorced then? Thirty
1: three. Wait. Wait, God, he did a lot of work in 31. Uh, uh, No. N- n- no.
0: How was it? Oh, no, 1939. What am I? thirty-three?
1: bloody hell. 30 s- no, he looks like he had a bit of a break. Maybe he was doing theatre between 37 wow. and 36. Because, yeah, he has, a, he has quite quite a long break there. Wow. Oh, Billy Barty, God bless you. God bless yeah, you. Yeah,
0: I know. God bless, God bless you. Well, you mentioned Time Bandits, right? Yeah. Get this for a segue. Time Bandits was directed by. I, I don't know Terry Gilliam. Oh right, okay. Terry Gilliam also directed. Uh, holy Grail, Holy Grail. Yeah. Is there a wizard in that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's an enchanter?
0: <laughs> called Tim. <laughs> oh mighty Tim. Some call me
1: <laughs> Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not by the rabbit. It is a rabbit. <laughs> It'll fucking have you. <laughs> fucking love Holy Grail. That's, yeah. I think that's my favourite. It was Terry Jones can... and
0: uh, Terry Gilliam both directed Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Terrys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is a brilliant character. Just When he first appears, he's sure of power. He's just... <laughs> Make things explode. You brilliant. know
1: that they just wanted shit to explode. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, let's, some, let's blow shit up <laughs> over there. Set the charges over
0: there. Yeah. Right, John, go. Boom. There's no reason for him, really, though. When you look at it, the, there's no reason for him to be in the film, or even be a wizard slash enchanter. I mean, literally, he's just a character. Go, hello. I'm going to take you to the uh, cave, where the you know where you need to go. Yeah. Right. Bye. Uh, it's just he's in it for like next to no time, but everyone always remembers him because the performance John Cleese puts in in that film. It's is just fantastic, wonderfully. Yeah, mental, hasn't he got like ram's horns on his yeah. hat and he has uh, oh, John Cleese. Geez
1: uh tim the enchanter tim the enchanter yep. here we go um yeah the, the quotes were always good uh <laughs> yeah because he's the one who points out the rabbit You know. yes yeah yeah there he is where there what behind the rabbit it is the rabbit <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah he is fantastic in there
1: now at the top of that was there a merlin in the holy grail no You've got Arthur, you've got the rest of the Knights, but no Merlin.
0: No, I don't think there was a Merlin, no. Hmm. Maybe that was meant to be Merlin, but they just thought it would be funny to call yeah, him Tim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tim. Yeah. And they were right, Tim. it is funnier. Yeah. Dear me. Yeah, very weird. Well, what well, year it was that? It was like late 70s, 70, 75. Oh, mid 70s, 75. 75. Yeah. Right, okay. Bloody hell. So, we were talking about, when, when we initially talked about this show, we were talking about. Um, Basically, we initially went off wizards we remember from our childhood, and one you mentioned, which we've been a little puzzled by, was from Krull. You yeah. said Didn't you remember a scary wizard in the swamp. <clears> now <throat> I remember the swamp scene, and in all my research, I couldn't find anything to do with a scary wizard in the swamp. If indeed he is a wizard, uh, or he was find. something like a seer,
1: right? Or, a, um, and if I remember correctly, they'd gone to see the seer. Yeah, and. I think there was an evil entity masquerading mm-hmm. as this seer. So he says to...
0: So He's got a big b- long white beard. He does. Because they take him with them, them don't they? I think yeah, the, that yeah. guy's with them for a while, isn't he? And yeah. is it is it is Colwyn the lead character in Krull? Is it Colwyn? I can't remember. Colwyn, something like that. All, like, all I know eh. is the actual wizard who's with them, who's crap, is called Ergo the Magnificent. Ah, uh,
1: Ergo. Yeah. It's so magnificent, I don't remember him. Yeah. Um, I just spent most of my university... Because I found it on an old video when I was at university. Yeah. And... I watched it again.
0: That's oh, shit, isn't it? Yeah,
1: but it's kind of like that lovable shit again. Yeah. Like, because I watched it when I was a kid, loved it. Watched it again in university. And I spent the whole time going, "Oh man, that's, that's Robbie Coltrane. Oh man, oh, that's, that's Coltrane. That's, Trent, that's yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, okay, I'll just sit back and." wait for the really scary scene in the swamp oh my god because <laughs> he starts he takes colwyn with him and he's like yes hey, my dear boy let me just take you into the woods alone yeah. and then it's cuts to the cyclops running through the woods yeah what's going on and then his this guy's nails start lengthening and his eyes go black and then the cyclops throws his trident or whatever he's carrying and yeah. hits him and he kind of it's like all the air deflates from him and he gets uh. sucked down into the swamp scared the living fucking shit i don't out really him. remember he's that in, that's why he sticks in my head so much yeah yeah cruel I can't really tell you what happens. They've, they've got to save the princess. Is, oh, is, it the, is it the princess called Krull?
0: I can't even fucking I think remember. it might be like, the unsexy. his the, name ever for a woman. What do you like, call our baby? Krull. They've got um, the bloody weapon, the. That kind I, of. I want to say Glad Ring, I want to say it's called. It's, it's something like the Glad Ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> My rings is always Predators glad.
1: use something similar in Alien vs. Predators. Theirs
0: too. is a disc. Oh, yeah, they chop Gary Boosie in half with it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the it, um, Yeah, no, weird. it's not just that. It's in the second one that they, they that they pin the hot blonde to the wall. Remember the the? I think it's the second one. Is it? The fuck, I don't care. They're both a bit rubbish. What? in Alien versus Predator.
0: Oh, you know about Alien versus yeah. Predator? Oh, I'm on about Predator Two. No, because that's a disc. Like that's a disc. Oh right, I haven't seen Alien. Well, I have seen Alien versus Predator about half an hour of it, and it actually made me sick into my own pants. <laughs> really? So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Anderson, I've you know, never watched any of his films, he's fucking a fucking hack. Um, I can't remember where I've gone with this now. But yeah, Krull,
1: it's that It's that bit, and when the Cyclops get crushed in the door and saves their lives, and it's a little bit kind of, no! they have a little bit the, of a
0: cry? Mr. Cyclops, no! Yeah.
1: Can't remember anything about the rest of the film, though,
0: so... I can't really. I, I, I might have to uh, revisit this.
1: Um, yeah, do again. A lot will flood back probably for when you were yeah. a kid, but you'll go, ah, that was a nice nostalgia trip.
0: Yeah. I'll never watch that. you we'll never watch again it again yeah. for another tw- 20 years and then give it a go. Yeah. Well, jumping forward a, f- a few years, um, we've, got, we've got like a period of, well, actually round about that period, uh, we've got like a, a big group of classic wizards because we've got... Um, Around that period in the 80s, sort of mid to late, we have... Let me have a look here. We've got uh, Lopan. Right? Shut up, Mr. Button. Yeah. We've got Lopan. We've got uh, Akiro from uh, Conan. Conan Films. Yeah. right? We've got um, Jareth from um, Labyrinth, David Bowie. I don't like Labyrinth. <gasps>
1: I know! Well, I'm sorry!
0: I'm sorry! We'll get onto that in a second. <laughs> and we've also got... Um, Miracle Max in, uh, yeah, in Princess Bride. So, let's let's go through them. Let's okay. go through them in the order that the uh, those films came out. Let me have a look and get them in the right order here. So, first will be 1982 and um, and then 1984. Uh, a key the wizard in the two Conan films. The I Haberian love, and I the, love the
1: Conan films. Yeah. Played, by, uh, played by Mako. Mako, yeah. Who uh, just appears in, like, Fucking everything yeah. throughout the kind of like the 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 eighties and nineties. Mm. Um, I love Conan, maybe because of the way he came to be with uh, what was it? Um, Howard? Howard? Uh, What's the writer called? Uh, looking at your, I,
0: sheet. I I'm I'm looking, I'm looking at my looking... cheat sheet and hoping I have wrote this down. I can't remember. Um, Robert E. Howard. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. I didn't even look at you sheet. There, I actually knew that off the top of your head because it's.
1: <laughs> It, he he was he was a strange and somewhat sad sad ca- ca- character. Mm. You know, would believe that Conan was standing behind him with his great sword, forcing yeah. him to write yeah, yeah. the Legend of Conan. Yeah. Um, and like, just lived in a shack in the middle of nowhere, was in constant fear of dying because he had some kind of weak heart. Thing. Yeah, he yeah. died quite young as well. I think he did, uh, yeah. but you know, his mental legacy was the Conans, and. Um, I liked both
0: films. I like Mako. Don't watch the second one now. Then, if you liked it, then.
1: Oh no! But the thing is, it's and I, I, I still, I still like it. I still like it now. It's I mean, unbelievably it's, shit compared to the first one. Yeah, but it's it's just more more Conan, and you can just tie in Red Sonja with that because he's Caladore. Oh, God, that. that is no, you that is well, bad. You may as well. Do, do you know
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger used to say that if he wanted to punish anyone, he used to make them sit through Red Sonja? <laughs> Did he? Not raw deal. That was fucking worse. horrible. Well, i i had a, i had a, up uh, up until recently because I got rid of a lot a lot of my DVDs, but I had a, a, a Schwarzenegger box set, right? And it was the weirdest box set ever because it was four films, right? One of them amazing, one of them all right, and two of them shit. It was Predator, Wicked. right? Amazing, uh, Red Heat. Alright. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. did its job. Raw Deal. Raw so right? Bad. Yeah, And Red Sonja. <laughs> and it was called the Schwarzenegger Collection. It's like, what have you put those films on there for? Basically, we got Predator and we just need some stuff to go with Yeah, it. we could have Predator but we had to take the other ones as well. Very, very weird. Um, but yeah, um, is there any wizards in Red Sonja? I don't think there's just a...
1: I trying to think there's a... Oh, the she's,
0: she's... Well, the main villain is like a sorceress, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's all weird, very odd, lesbian led to be she's got the entire thing, mm. isn't it? She wants hair for her own and all this sort mm. of stuff. It's very fucking weird. But w- we were talking about Mako, good old Mako. Yeah. Um, he does the voice for a time. Yeah. Um, and
1: I, I was that was supposed to be Arnie doing the, uh, was doing it? the voiceover intro. Was it? apparently they were worried about his accent and uh, people not being for a time there was this guy <laughs> who had huge muscles he go
0: he did the job in the first film though he was brilliant you know um, what was it um, to uh, crush your enemies and hear the lamentation of their yeah. women yeah yeah uh oh is, it, oh is it isn't it Have your enemies driven on their knees and oh, something like that I can't remember but yeah he's great in that because if, for the exact same reason he is in, in the Terminator because he's got very little to say and he just needs to have that look Well
1: apparently he was very good and very much enjoyed just saying Tell me exactly what to do yeah. at the right point and I'll do it. Yeah you know, just you know, just don't get him to do accents or No. Or you know, it never get him to smile and laugh because he looks weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his face <laughs> looks wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So Not Conan's f- classic, classic of my childhood. Yeah, with uh, the Conan's. I do
0: remember Mako in that a lot. He's one of the sort of. St- 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 I haven't seen it in a long time. It's one of the things that stands out to me is Mako in that.
1: The the one thing I love about Mako uh, and uh, his wizard portrayal is when yeah. he's casting magic. Sounds like he's taking a shit. Does it? He's like, <laughs> 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 he's like, come on, work it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fat really. spell. Yeah. <laughs> and in many ways, possibly, could James L. Jones' be character be a little bit
0: I was wizard-y? looking into this. Um, he is He's sort of inspired by a character in the books which sort of was a wizard. Sort of. I, I didn't put him on the list mm. because I didn't really think he was so much a wizard. Right, all he cool. can really do is turn into a snake. So he's more of a sort of... Se- but then again, they were sort of meant to be serpentine. Have he got like everybody
1: with? in the like kind of mass hypnosis though, it's not well. so much like mass kind of hypnosis because he
0: demonstrates doesn't he that it's it's got to do with loyalty he says he right. He says you my dear come here and the w- woman she, of she just drops yeah. off I don't think it's much to do with hypnosis as much as to do as it's like a cult right. really okay. Um yeah, I was in two minds about putting him on there. Well, Honourable
1: mention for James Earl Jones.
0: Honourable yeah. oh, he's awesome in that film yeah. as well. He's awesome. Um well yeah, so yeah, Mako, yeah, like I said, he's he he does the job in that and he mm-hmm. sounds like he's pooing <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, Yeah good old Mako. I just find, like the fact as well he does have a surname, but he's always just credited as Mako. Yeah. That's what he was always credited as. Um which is brilliant. You know, if you don't uh, He's like a Brazilian football player. He is. He, I mean, was, he was he was. He unfortunately died. He died of um uh, I think it was Throat Cancer. Was it? Was, it? Yes. How uh, long ago was that? Uh, it wasn't a massive amount of time ago because he did the voice for um, sh- um, Splinter in the CGI version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He Tales. did, didn't he? He did. Um, Make it wasn't that long 2006. Ago. 2006, so Just yeah. over six years ago. Just over six years He ago. was in a lot of great stuff. He was in a lot of great stuff. Yeah, you're right. Um, he was. But then again... Yeah. Yeah. They? You said he was in a lot of great Pearl stuff, but he was Harbour in Pearl Harbor. So, straight away. Oh yeah,
1: God. Fucking go? hell. But Seven Years in Tibet, I enjoyed. Yeah. With Brad Pitt. He was in Memoirs uh, of a as well. That was a yeah. great film, too. Uh, yeah, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All yeah. sorts
0: of shit. Sidekicks. Oh, that was shit. It was wonderful with sidekicks. It was shit. It was. It was. Fucking hell, that film was. That, that is steeped in tragedy, then, that one, isn't it? Yeah, he lad in that. He, well, he, killed, he himself, killed himself, didn't he? Uh, wasn't he? What else was he in? He was in. Um, was he in Sea Quest? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he was, wasn't he? He was in Sea Quest in. Um, trying to think what else I remember him from that I can't remember the guy's name I do
1: apologise an underrated film that Mako was in which I enjoyed was Rising Sun with Wesley
0: Snipes and Sean Connery I don't think I've ever seen that you watch some shit don't you yeah, with DeVos, <laughs> <vase, gasps> Lambert, all, all while listening to your uh, your collection of Elvis. So everybody, this will be the last time that I will be appearing on this show, it's been fun. Hey, no not, not if I have anything to do with it, I'm going to bring you on so you can dig yourself a deeper <laughs> hole next yeah. time. Well, um, jumping forward uh, a couple of years from some and uh, the Destroyer, which was in 84, we have Big Trouble in Little China. Love this film. One of John Carpenter's best.
1: Ah, uh, it's ju- it just works. It's got it. It's knowing. That's the thing yeah. about it. It. It's got the cheesy one-liners and yeah. the crazy action scenes.
0: But, K- K- but Kurt Russell plays it quite straight, though, doesn't he? Relatively yeah, straight yeah. in that film. He's not like I'm in a st- stupid, daft, funny film. And even like, even um, like l- the, the 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 character, the wizard in this, uh, uh, Lopan. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a few wizards, isn't there? Really. Do You know, at the beginning where they all sort of sh- yeah, in the lightning. Yeah. I think the technically all wizards are there. You've got well, you've got the little dude as well. The little
1: good guy who plays. F- F- oh foo, yeah, name foo, oh, What is it? Is it Foo? Mister Mister Fo? Don't know.
0: The little guy with the kind of weird eyes. Yeah, I know that uh, guy. He was in uh, r- Tremors as well. He was also the grandpa in Three Ninjas. <laughs> <Was he? laughs> See, I've seen ah. you watch shit. <laughs> <laughs> Three um, Ninjas. Christ, that's going back a bit. Yeah, it is. I know. Uh, but he, he was, he was, he
1: was a kind of wizardy. little I magic. think
0: he was. Yeah, I he think did he was, a similar <laughs> as well <in> <laughs> Maybe it's sort of like the um, sort of. Um, far east sort of wizards Maybe. are all sort of <laughs> <laughs> you have to squeeze your magic out of totally so the msg yeah that's what it <laughs> is yeah it is yeah um no uh yeah low pan it, I, I remember from a childhood i remember always always scared the shit out of me all of the the bad guys in that film the makeup was great when he was old and in the wheelchair and all kind of yeah around, i, did, didn't, I didn't like him when he was younger and he sort of floated about and yeah. uh now nah, freaked the sh- shit out of me that um but he did the job. He was a good fucking wizard. Is, what is he referred to as in that? Is he referred to as being a wizard? Or. I don't I'm not know. Sure. It's
1: just kind of.
0: It's, I don't I, even think he, I think he's just credited as David Lopan. Um, and uh, w- w- one thing I always remember is he's played by the guy who played Cassandra's dad in James, Wayne's Too James Hong, is it? Um, Something like that. Yeah, James yeah, Hong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Hong, yeah. Yeah, he plays in Wayne's too as Cassandra's dad. Um, um, well, David Lopan is an eternal soul trapped in the body
1: of an ancient old man. But he has well. the ability to control magic, doesn't he?
0: He's a, he's a, he's undoubtedly yeah. a sorcerer. He is. At the very least. Dark sorcerer. Yeah. Ooh, a dark sorcerer. Mm. Oh, But it's a great film, though, isn't it? Big trouble in Little China. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like non-stop fun from start to finish that film yeah it's it's
1: just great and again another one of the whole host of these which are kind of like my mine and stew's university classics yeah you know so i think wizards and fantasy come into it a lot with with the conans big trouble in little china yeah um willow Willow yeah was another favorite of ours that we just sit back and enjoy
0: (laughs) well yeah um this, this period when this film came out, Big Trouble in Little China, it was, for, it was John Carpenter's golden period, this. Mm. Um, I think we, I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about alien invasion films. We were talking about They Live. Yeah. Because that was around about uh, a yeah. similar sort of time as well. Um, the mid to late 80s for John Carpenter was just fucking brilliant. And this was this is undoubtedly one of the best films he ever made. When but was The Thing? The Thing was about 85. So it's, it's still around this time, is it? Well, yeah, because yeah, he, he did um, um, The Thing. Big Trouble in Little China and uh, Escape from New York mm. with uh, John uh, John Carpenter. Um, and I don't think I don't think Escape from LA? I think Escape from Hell was directed by John Carpenter as well. I might be wrong there, um, but that was shit. So we don't talk about that one. It was just a rehash, really. <laughs> Want stick him in another fucking city? Mm. But, Snake uh, Snake Biscuit. Yeah, for <laughs> the best characters ever. Fantastic. He's just so two dimensional. But you know, no one cares. It's, it's, it's such a good shot to
1: say that his depth perception was fucked. I know. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, and he's a bloody action hero. Yeah. Um, the next, the next one on the list, if we're going chronological from those, the, the bunch of eighties ones, is uh, is good old Miracle Max. No, it's not good old Miracle Max. I'm lying. It's Labyrinth. It's labyrinth. Okay, I jumped over it there. Uh, why don't you like Labyrinth, Will? I don't know. The thing is, it's. I think
1: when I watched the kid, it, it really did. I I just found it really freaky. Yeah, because it's Jim I Henson. Think, yeah, <laughs> um, because at the same time I watched the Dark Crystal as well. Dark Crystal scared shit out me. That was Jim Henson yeah. as well. Yeah, um, but I found myself going back back and rewatching the Dark Crystal. Really, Labyrinth. I found Labyrinth a little bit boring. To tell you the truth, <sighs> and I, I I don't know. There was just nothing there that seemed to connect with me. It freaked me out. So yeah. I suppose that's a positive that mm. it, it it kind of.
0: I never liked I the, um, the the hands, you know, when she falls down the yeah. pit and they make faces. That scared mm. the shit out of me. And I know some people are really scared by the. Um, David Bowie's package. People are scared. Yeah. Yes, everyone was scared shit. of David yeah. Bowie's package. Uh, well, yeah, David Bowie played that character. It's uh, Jareth, Jareth the Goblin King. Mm-hmm. Uh, never yet again referred to as a wizard or a sorcerer, but he, he was. Mm. Um, that's what he did. Never quite understand why he was the Goblin King and all around him he was sur- surrounded by orcs and goblins, yet he was human. Yeah, I was puzzled well, me. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he projected that
1: image onto himself. What a massive spiky package as well. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it's just again. I'm, you know, I will let you have labyrinth. You know, people talk about it like it's it. And it's a classic. You know, it mm. wouldn't still be selling today if it wasn't. But that is true. It's Just not my cup of tea. You know, I'll I'll take
0: Conan over labyrinth. Well. That wasn't actually a spell Will just squeezed out there No That was actually a log It was It's a bit (laughs) (laughs) labyrinthy. Sort of jacketed And weird shaped (laughs) Um, I bet the Princess Bride your a cup of tea though Yes
1: I I do enjoy Princess Bride It It was on the other day It was It just has so many facets to it And Miracle Max is just It's the characters Fucking Yeah Completely character driven I just love the fact That we have this Very old English world we Yeah Drop this kind of Old like New York Jew In there Yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Don't mention his name Hamperdick Hamperdick Hamperdick
1: yeah. Carol, <laughs> Carol Kane was his wife Yes it was it? yeah is it Carol Kane I think it was yeah, yeah. I think um, it was her name But
0: yeah, I, I rate yeah. her highly yeah. as well She's He's not dead on, He's only mostly dead <laughs> Yeah Yeah <laughs> Um, I mean, it's just Billy Crystal doing Billy Crystal, but yeah, in that's, makeup. But yeah, that's not a bad thing. But yeah. he's in it. He's in it for like five minutes and completely steals the show. It's yeah, one it, of yeah. the most memorable
1: things about Princess Bride is, is Miracle. Well,
0: there is loads, isn't it? There? Uh, Peter Cook, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Marriage is what brings us here today. I like a Wallish, Sean. You know, inconceivable, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. One of my brilliant. Favorites. Yeah, I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Inigo Montoya, uh, yeah, Billy, really all of them. Characters. It's just it's so. That film is so tightly scripted. Mm. It's it's just witty dialogue all the way through. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the way through Inigo and um, uh, Wesley's sword fight, talking all the way through. Yeah. Um, when he's fighting Andre the Giant, talking all the way through. It's just so witty. But do you know how hard it is to fight and talk at the
1: same time? Well, you can well. tell us. It's it's it's, it's tough. It's, it's you know, and tough. the fact that they do a whole fight yeah. Um, left-handed. Yeah. Um, with all this, script. I've got something to tell you. I, yeah. I have not left handed, and then they swap over and yeah. do it. I'm assuming that both Kerry Elways and um,
0: oh, um, his he's again? called Patsy. Yeah. Can't remember name, yeah. I reckon they're probably both because looking at the, well, you know, who choreographed that? Um, it was the guy who did all of the old Robin Hoods and the Star Wars films, he died recently. I can't remember the guy's name, I do apologize again, I'm absolutely terrible with names, but um, he said in his um, book that he wrote that that was his favorite fight he ever. Choreographed in his entire career, and he did the Robin Hoods, mm. Star Wars, um, and that was the favorite one that he he ever did because as you said, it was so much fun. He was just sort of left to go right off you go because uh, it it's it's just wonderfully it's it's
1: over the top without being kind of Star Wars prequels over the top. Yeah, yeah. You know, where, yeah. because the problem with the prequels was it was all so quick and mm. no emotionless. Either. Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. whereas in that fight and just swapping from from hand to hand and mm. with all those
0: lines as well, it's you know. Wonderful, wonderful scene. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that well, man. I'm gonna have to watch that film again. It was on the other day. And I didn't catch a lot of it. But I mean, inconceivable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Just so, so tightly scripted. Yeah. The line that always sticks out to me is when, just after he's knocked under the giant out, he says, uh, um, "He says, uh, now sleep well and dream of large women." Yeah. And it, it just lines like that are just so, so good.
1: Um, <clears throat> and Columbo interrogating that young kid interrogate you mean <laughs>
0: reading the story to his grandson yeah if you want to put it like peter that. peter Falk, yeah. who sadly left us last year as well did he he did yeah God, this show's did. full of <clears throat> death richie i do apologize well <sighs> after um i think really that was that that we can say is the golden period for wizards i think the sort of the the the, the mid to late 80s yeah no i'm with you on that one um because really <clears throat> after that um well I couldn't unless uh, you know rather than mentioning the, uh, the modern ones which we've already sp- spoke about sort of uh, uh, Dumbledore we of course must we did briefly talk about Dumbledore we must of course mention you know obviously title character Harry Potter is a wizard he doesn't really well he does a bit of wizarding well, there's so many fucking wizards in that Well, it's, it's a, a wizard school isn't it so yeah.
1: maybe you should just talk about the
0: world of Harry Potter instead um, rather than
1: just, just Harry
0: well other than them having wands and firing spells around every now and again they don't really feel like the conventional wizards and I suppose that's Part of, point of it all.
1: Well, yeah, I suppose when you have so many wizards, mm. and you know when everybody's super, then kind mm. of nobody is. Yeah, because they're all in the, level the mechanism.
0: The, I mean, well, the other one, if you're going to talk about the classic sort of wizards, we can say we can say sort of sorcerer rather than wizard. Oh, it's is just fair to Dark wizard uh, is uh, Voldemort, the bad guy. Is he uh, finds R- right finds yeah. No
1: yep. nose. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I must admit to the listeners that I am. I think I've seen two Harry yeah. Potter films. So and I'm he's, really not, he's not. not he's okay. not
0: even in them until the fourth. Fourth. Let me think. With that I'll I'll be with you in a second. Okay. Fourth, yeah, fourth film, Goblet of Fire's first one. He's in. Okay. Um, and there was eight films, so um, yeah, he doesn't come until till later on, really, because so he isn't. Um, He isn't uh, isn't brought back from the dead until that point. You see, he is sort of. He's it's it's complicated. (laughs) He's about, but in form, but he's not physical. Right. Okay. Um. And uh, yeah, he plays it. He very much plays it as a hammy sort of um, cloak wearing, sort of dark sorcerer with all of the hands and all of this sort of stuff. You know. Um. Other than him and Dumbledore, really. The, cl- the classic sort of looking and acting wizards, there's not really a, none of the others are really, like it. even the adult ones the sort of, the, more of a has been like Gary Oldman and uh, uh, David Thwellis and um, a lot of that lot are all sort of firmly rooted in you know, modern looking sort of mm. wizardy type of things, other than them having wands and firing spells around, uh, they don't really feel like wizards and, and Harry's just a crap wizard in it anyway, he's it doesn't really do much But doesn't he have Like a lot of Responsibility on his shoulders Massively, Because he? he's He's
1: the he's a chosen one yeah. <sighs> He um, dig scars as well So he's got that To deal
0: with He's got with. the scar Yeah Oh god Yeah And that turns out To be integral to the plot As well in the last right, film okay. And Oh dearie me Oh yeah I'm not going to spoil it. Well I should just spoil it For people Because I always say Spoilers on the show All fucking time Again uh, if, if you like Harry Potter They would have seen it
1: By now Surely So
0: You would think so I can't be. I can't be asked, truth be told, to to, to explain it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not itching to, no, to know. No, no. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. So in those films, yeah, it's only really Dumbledore and Voldemort. I think sort of feel like the the classic wizard, mm. the, the 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 Gandalf the Merlin. and that's they've got that sort mm-hmm. of look and feel. Probably totally different in the book. The way they the, they come across in the books, right? Perhaps I don't know. Um... Well, in the films, definitely they, they fit that criteria quite well. The Death Eaters in the films, who are basically the followers, the sort of acolytes of, of Voldemort. Okay. The way they look, they wear like steel like masks, and they've got the robes and everything that they sort of fit that sort of evil-looking sorcerer sort of. Sounds
1: a little bit Pans Labyrinth esque with those kind of.
0: Maybe, maybe. Is there wizard in Pan's Labyrinth? I'm trying to think. No, there
1: isn't, is there? No, that's too conventional. Mm, yeah. There's just oddness. I, all I think about in Pan's Labyrinth is the bottle to the face scene. That was
0: horrible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. Horrible. Great film though.
1: Yeah. No. Really, really good. Yeah. But you know, think the the guy who plays um the the guy who bottles a dude in the face. Mm. Apparently, in um in his native land, he's like one of like the top comedians or something. Really? Like that. Yeah. yeah. So wow. He's kind of done like a, a Robin Williams Spanish, way. isn't he? Uh, yeah. Well, it's in Spanish film. Show me Spanish. So, I mean, do you like when Robin Williams did one hour photo? And, and uh, people like it, Well, he went, did one hour photo in oh, Insomnia so in the first year.
0: Yeah. The first year? The same year. What am I in about? about? Um, yeah, and they were both dark roles, weren't they? Yeah. yeah and it works. So. It does work when, when someone in comedy plays were all like that. It mm-hmm. utterly, utterly works. Well, most of the time works because comedians are pretty dark people when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. it must be hard going up on stage and, like, trying to be upbeat all the time. It's just. Mm, yeah very odd but um yeah like i said i think uh, yeah the the sort of uh, after that 80s golden period there's 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 not really a massive amount up until really the harry potter and the lord of the rings films
1: well thanks Uh, to harry potter and lord of the rings kind of fantasy is making a comeback so we're going to get a lot more wizards in the future i was
0: going to say there was one that came in 1992 and that was jafar in aladdin of course yeah great great
1: film Great film, great so bad guy. Yeah,
0: um, um. He, he is the he falls into the same categories of the classic sort of bad guy, like Voldemort from Harry Potter. Really, he's mm-hmm. you know, he's rubbed and I mean, it's it's set in, in slightly in,
1: grotesque looking and his the way yeah, he's stretched and yeah, and he turns into a
0: snake at one point. And he mm. because he he's only the is it I can't remember the word now for the advisor to the sultan, the seer or. Something like yeah, that. I'm crap with my words. Either way, that's what he initially is. He isn't really. He's more like a an alchemist to begin with, Yeah. with the stuff he does. He can hypnotize with that staff he's got and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's not. He's not a magician as such. But then, when he gets the power of the genie, he then wishes to be the most powerful sorcerer in the world, mm-hmm. and he tends it with snake and all of this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, is he, the epitome of the sort of bad wizard, I think, mm-hmm. um, in that film. And he is. I mean. I, I I don't know anything else the guy's been in Um, let's have a look Jonathan Freeman he's called and um, he uh, he totally hams it up in that film but rightfully so do you think he's mainly a a voice actor I think he is definitely just a voice actor yeah Um, because I think I looked at a picture of him and he doesn't look anything like sorry what's his name again sorry excuse me I'm having a bit of a yawn oh dear me it's been a long day Um, (laughs) his name's Jonathan Freeman Oop, I've sp- can't spell Jonathan Will can't spell today can't, mate, not...
1: the, the older I get The worse The worse I become
0: The worst the wor- spellerer you get. Yeah the
1: worse speller.
0: <laughs> uh, how do you spell Jonathan? <laughs> Is uh, it With a H or not? Yeah T H A N. Yeah because... Oh you mean oh, in John Yeah Oh no it's G-O-N-A-T-H-E-N Because some spell it with a H They do Johnny Silly people Freeman. do nope, You're not being a very good IMDB jockey today
1: I'm not afraid no. Um God, there's so many. There oh, is, isn't there? There's Jonathan, uh, soundtrack, Aladdin. That must be him as that well. That has to be him. There he is. Check him out. What there else has go. he done? The Return of the Jafar, The Ice Storm. Right. In 97. I mean, he's he's working a lot. You know, Law and Order.
0: Gossip Girl. Oh, so he's actually doing actual on-screen roles then? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, I mean, it's mainly... It's a lot of voiceover yeah a lot of voice work works um, I think kind of Jafar is his his big
0: do you know what most people don't and... realize about aladdin what um although it's from the book um uh, Arabian Nights yes uh, which is a collection of uh, middle eastern folk tales all brought together um the actual story is set in china really initially yeah wow. um it's not it's not actually an Arabian story it's a chinese one cuz uh, i say it i say it was um um arabian stories brought together it was of course um some from um southeast asia as well and uh yeah it's it's uh, it's set initially in china it's not actually a a um, as we see in aladdin the film and it's because of aladdin that um i think everyone thinks it is a you know that 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 that's where the the tale is set and where it mm. comes from it's not it's china
1: I can't believe it's over 20 years old as well, that film. What, well,
0: Aladdin? Yeah. 92, the second... Well, what they you call the second golden age of, of Disney? That, which was... Um, you had... Um, what did you have? You had uh, Little Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. It was basically... It was after the lull of like things like the fox and the hound and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, which people just went, eh, this is a bit of shit. But, you know, I, like, I love Aladdin, and I think... And it
1: was kind of one of the first shifts into kind of CGI as well, wasn't well, it? Well,
0: the... Uh... the um, I think the... The scene in... It was Escaping the Cave. Escaping the Cave yeah. on the magic carpet. I think I've read somewhere that it took three years to do just that scene. Because really? it was in its infancy. Of course, yeah. Um, but, I was
1: blown away when I saw that. First well,
0: they did, they did CGI in a couple of films around the time. The, 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 the um, ballroom scene in Beauty and the Beast when uh, Mrs. Potts is singing um, mm. uh, Taylor's Oldest Time. Beauty and the Beast. I didn't watch
1: Beauty and the Beast for years. Well,
0: yeah, and um, that is CGI. All of that, right, um, right. apart from the uh, well, Belle and the Beast. Yeah, they they, they are and obviously they're hand drawn, but that that all of the ballroom, the background, everything, all that was CGI as well, and that took right, a okay. fucking can, long time as well. Uh, first film, first animated film ever to be included in the best film category at the Oscars. Really? Yes, it was.
1: What well, what what beat it? I wonder.
0: Do you know, I'm not sure. I am not sure. Here we go. 1992
1: best yeah. Oscar winner for a film. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but like I I had a lot of trouble after 1992, really. Apart from, you know, Harry Potter, the big one, and obviously, you know, Lord of the Rings, but, you know, the book is uh, very very old. Um, and the films don't really stray away from the interpretation of the books too much. I had a hell of a bad time trying to find any newer sort of wizardy sorcery type of people in films. Um, yeah, other than other than uh, Nick Cage, other than Nick thing. Cage in two thousand and ten, Silence of the Lambs, Silence of the Lambs, yeah. one did it. Yeah.
1: Oh well, there we go. Yeah, modern again.
0: W- w- we will get other than Gandalf, but again, this that's modern based on uh based on something very old. Yeah. The only thing I, I could think of was the Harry Potter films, but you know other than a couple of characters that don't really fit that classic criteria of them. Yeah, I'm but trying But I had I one. I found one. Gone. On. That doesn't really fit the classic c- criteria, but is a, is a wizard. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it's Howl's Moving Castle, which was a Japanese animated film. I've seen his other famous Studio one. Ghibli, Spirited, um, Away. Yeah, Spirited Away. Spirited yeah. Away. And
1: was there another one by Studio Ghibli which I
0: watched? Princess Mononoke? Princess Mononoke. Yeah. That was on before Spirited Away, yeah. Right, and he did yeah. Kiki's Delivery Service, Mind of Totoro... Countless others. unfairly gets called the Japanese Disney, which is so patronising, it's unbelievable Mm. because the films are nothing like Disney. Uh, Interestingly, though, Disney do distribute them in the the West. Right. And when they uh, do the um, redubbed voice actors, tend to be through Disney. Right. Um, But uh, Howl's Moving Castle is actually based on a a story by a British author. Um, I can't remember her name now. Um, uh, Diane Wynne Jones. And It was came out in 1986 and it is a british story but um he took it and um Hayao Miyazaki, the directors called he took it and and made it very distinctly japanese and it's brilliant uh, christian bale voiced him in the in the overdubbed version right okay um and uh in the Japanese version it was uh takia was it takia Kimura it was um the character called Haru in Japanese and howl in English oh, right, okay. um, why can't we just
1: have Haru's Haru I
0: don't know well, well the Japanese Harry's the, moving castle yeah the Japanese are the ones who called it Haru because it's originally an English story called Howl's moving castle oh right okay. so they, they've obviously changed I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a literal translation or if have just changed the name to perhaps a Japanese name because I'm sure I've heard the name Haru before uh, I might be completely wrong or I might be spelt differently Um, but yeah he is a sort of shape-shifting sorcerer in that um, he's it's weird because he he undoubtedly fits the criteria of being a wizard, a, a, a sorcerer. But like I said, it's distinctly Japanese the way it's done. Right. Um, it is quite odd. To be honest, I think really there is there's a well, no, it's actually because it's a it's a lady. But I was going to say in Spirited the Away, there's a sorceress. She's the person running the the bathhouse. Right. In Spirited Away. Um. But uh, for people, people haven't seen it because I know a lot of people who watch a lot of films who really won't don't bother at all with animated stuff and you really should check out some of the Studio Ghibli stuff because it's just it's everything a film should be yeah, I really enjoy Princess Monarchy yes. yeah, because, because the Japanese sensibilities when it comes to fantasy bring something completely different mm. I mean Howl's, Howl's Castle it's called Howl's Moving Castle because it's got legs and it walks about <laughs> nice uh, it's just uh, I mean yeah Japanese fantasy does bring something completely different because what they tend to do is especially when they get some, uh, the hands on something distinctly um uh, distinctly Western, I mean, it's, a, it's an English story, um, they tend to merge that with their own folklore, and Japanese folklore to a Westerner is fucking weird. It's really odd. I mean, Spirited Away, all of those um, spirits you see, that that's all like Japanese folklore spirits. Objects objects have spirits, different things have different spirits, and that's where all that comes in and it's very peculiar, and some Westerners find it just way too much. It's just like, whoa, It's are too odd for them. Um, but I tend to find it quite Quite different, something different, you know, because fantasy, I think, in the West has become quite stagnated. People have sort of stuck into that. um, Mm. Well, I mean, I've mentioned it about fit the criteria, but wizard looks this way, and then, you know, you've you've got a wizard. It's the Tolkien thing wizard, elf, goblin, orc. It's, and no one seems to, in fantasy, seems to sort of, you know, dip out that too much it's always mm. quite strict fancy rules I think we need some kind of sci-fi fantasy sci-fi fantasy yeah we do you're right Lord of the Rings in space yeah that'd be great that'd be quite good well I mean like up until that I mean I had real trouble finding anything modern after like Jafar I found Howl's Moving Castle what kind of thing I can think of I, I can't
1: th- couldn't think of anything else how about Roald Julia as M. Bison in Street
0: Fighter was M. Mm. Bison a little bit wizardy no he wasn't because he he was just a nutter and he only got his flying powers when he turned on the From magnetism. Yeah. Right, okay.
1: What about? What about? Uh, what's his face? Ah, um, oh, come on, name, 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 oh, name. Bad guy, Jeremy Irons. Oh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and
0: Dragons. I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. That, I went <laughs> to the cinema to see that. With yeah, we, we mentioned this last Holy time we were talking, didn't we? Fuck. On this show? Or no, we or, didn't. Me, me and you were just down, downstairs lamenting the fact you'd went to see it. Yeah, it was awful. Truly,
1: truly awful. And Terrible. It take, takes a lot for me to say that was awful. It was. I mean, I've never walked out of a film. You know, I sat through Jingle all the way. I sat through Star Trek into inter- inter- you.
0: You can't get over the fact you saw yep. Jingle all the way at the cinema, can you? You've mentioned it a few times to me. It's like it literally has scarred your soul. It
1: was because I went there with my my, my dad and my brother. Yeah. I'd already seen, I think, Star Trek: First Contact. They hadn't, so they went. And you so got they post- went, you and too. I was like, "Well, I'll go see oh, something." And uh, film. Oh, an army film. Yeah, that, that was exactly how it went. Yeah. Uh, and then you throw up a oh, oh, yeah, trouble man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Terrible. So yeah. so really, yeah. We we can't think of other than the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Maybe some of your listeners can can, can Maybe they can. If you can, please do let us know on the Facebook page because um, it was driving me mental. I mean, literally got to the point where I was typing in like you know wizards in films in yeah. Google to try and find something that a bit was more. The and first sh- thing I typed in. was it, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't find. I just couldn't find. Anything other than, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings and... and, um, and Jedi's? Just... Are
1: they a little bit wizardy?
0: You did mention this. No, I don't think they are. No, no I don't think they are at all. Um, they don't use magic, they use the force. They use the life force around them, so I don't think they are. I, I, but then again, we're getting into a massive debate about what equates what? magic yeah. now, aren't we? But I don't think they are. You can call them sort of space wizards, can't you? In fact, they call, in fact don't they call, in the first Star Wars, if I remember correctly oh, um, I was going to go and see that uh, that uh, Ben Kenobi, the droid mentioned that Ben Kenobi, oh, stay away from that crazy old wizard. That's right, what Uncle right. Ben actually says to Luke. So, I don't know, maybe in the sort of early drafts of, of Star Wars, that was one of the sort of, the, the, the sort because of, you know, obviously George Lucas always said it was like cowboys and Indians in space, but mm. it was mixed with like samurai mythology and all sorts of stuff. Um, maybe that was one of his motivations with the Jedi's path when he created them, but I, I don't think they fall in that category, I'm afraid, okay, fair enough. apart from having fair enough. the robes. I suppose
1: Jedi is his own thing.
0: So. Yeah, I know it's it's all very peculiar. But yes, please, listeners, if you do think of any modern ones, please let us know because it is, it was literally driving me insane trying to come up with some other ones. Um, well, we've ran out of of, of of as far as I can tell, we've ran out of wizards. I yeah, think, I, I think, I
1: think you've gone through everything on. Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, i yeah, yeah. mentioned all the wizards. I've Good mentioned. work.
1: Well, I mean, we, we, you know, you've got a fair, fair clutch of wizards there. Or was it,
0: is it a gaggle of wizards? Oh, there uh. we go, <laughs> listeners. If you can tell us on the Facebook page as well what the, <laughs> what the name is for a group yeah. of wizards, then uh, we'd be very a happy. Of a, f- a flange of wizards. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear me. Well, everyone, thank you for l- uh, listening to Man and Will's. Uh, Rants on wizards. Sorry, I don't like Labyrinth or Wizard of Oz. Or Elvis. I like Adam Sandler and (laughs) Wigfield Wigfield so yes thanks again for listening and uh, please do come on the Facebook page Um, you can find us by just searching in Facebook or I do believe it's facebook.com forward slash the cinema dump find us on Twitter at the cinema dump and please give us any suggestions for some future shows because we've had some good suggestions in the past for some uh, shows to do and uh, you can also check out uh, Will on uh, his lovely podcast uh, which is what Will? Uh, for those about to rock yeah.
1: and make it so at com.
0: Yes, that is absolutely true. So once again, for the third time, thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you from me and thank you from Will. Thank you very much. And we will see you next time. Ta-ta. Bye. ta up, Mr. Button.